Hey, this is Meredith's husband. I've got some SEO advice for you, but I'm going to keep it really simple so that you can understand it, so it makes sense, and most importantly, so you can actually use it. Actually, well, today's episode is going to be about anxiety and how you can reduce (laughs) the anxiety of your website visitors so that they're more likely to hire you. But I figured jokes would be a good way to start. Okay. And last week, I don't know if you remember, we talked about AI. Yes, I do. And you had asked me. Yes. If you had any jokes. Does does AI tell any jokes? Yeah, that's right. I did do that. So guess what I did this week? You wrote jokes. With I didn't AI. write jokes. No. You asked AI I just to write jokes? asked AI to write some jokes about SEO. Oh, oh, oh. So I figured I would share them because they're oh. amazing. <laughs> I hope you're sitting down. <laughs> if you're driving, you'll probably need to pull over. You may need to pull over. Uh, it's yes. be unsafe to, to drive and be laughing this hard. <laughs> okay, so number one. I went to chat GPT and I said, tell me a joke about SEO. Just super simple. Mm -hmm. And it came back immediately. No problem. Why? And I'm reading this verbatim. So this is, yeah. So I want to get the full effect of this. Why did the SEO specialist bring a ladder to work? So he could reach the top ranking? Yeah, that's pretty close. Here's, here's, Here's the punchline. Because they wanted to climb to the top of search engine rankings. Yeah. So let's wait. Let's wait for the laughter to die down. <laughs> hold, hold, hold for applause. So I figured, okay, well, you know, eh, you know, any person could y- y- mess up the first time. Let's get, let's give ChatGPT a, a second chance. And maybe this was like a just joke online somewhere that, that you know, maybe you, maybe it wasn't its own. Maybe this was not a ChatGPT joke. It just got it off a website somewhere. Okay. So I figured. Tell me an original joke Ooh. about SEO. So, meaning it probably it had to make this joke up, I think. Yeah. So, the this joke. Is, oh, like about the SEO. Version number two. Attempt number two. Yeah. Why did the SEO expert break up with their significant other? A little ominous. Oh, geez. Especially for this podcast. Oh. Because they couldn't handle their partner's duplicate content. Again. Let's wait for the laughter to die down. <laughs> I mean, that honestly, that could be like extremely profound or just a terrible joke. I'm, I think it's just a terrible joke. I think it's just a terrible. And I figured since I, uh, you know, I'm a baseball fan. I used to play baseball. You did. You're baseball, you get three. You get three strikes. So I figured let's let's out. okay yeah, yeah so bef- so let's not leave it on the fence let's like really make a decision and here. and and allow allow for ChatGPT to routine yeah it might hit a home run on, yeah. you know the, you know base, the so. bases we we've got you know a walk and a strike oh no those are two strikes two, right there okay. two strikes the final prompt uh, tell me your best original joke about SEO okay and here we go okay. Why did the SEO expert become a gardener? Because they wanted to optimize their organic growth of plants instead of just web traffic. Oh, see, yeah, there we okay. go. Okay, can go. we we get we need us need some sort of sound effect? Or so what have we learned? I think that stand-up comics are safe. Chat GPT <laughs> is not coming for your jobs. You are yes. perhaps, as far as I, you're the only. 
Yeah. The only uh, professionals I know of right now who do, really don't have to worry about yeah, this is true. chat GPT taking yeah. your job. Yeah. Yeah. But, but on back, a different note. Back to our regularly scheduled episode about anxiety and how you can reduce the anxiety of your website visitors so that they are more likely to hire you. Yeah. Because if you're making somebody anxious with your website, that's probably somebody who's not going to hire you. This is true. This is absolutely so, true. Okay. So what does this mean? What do I mean by about inducing anxiety in website visitors? That inducing is, or reducing? Inducing. So if you're inducing, that's something you want to avoid. And what, what, what does that mean? Okay. I have a good example. Um, <clears throat> I've been looking for camera bags, mm -hmm. uh, camera backpacks. And so far, every camera website, the uh, backpack Blah, 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 website I go to is utterly overwhelming with information and yes. so many different backpacks yes. that offer so many different there things, you but you can't plug in the sizes. It, yes. it is that it's the number one reason too much information. It's just too, too much. much. It's too much. Too many possible decisions. hundred percent. And so, so I just literally went with what somebody recommended. Right. So, there was a study done a while ago, and sure. there's a bunch of studies, but there's one that I remember. <laughs> there's more than one. Yeah. And I might butcher this a little bit, but I'm the, the core of the principle is, is there. So yeah. there was a store, mm. and the store wanted to run a little test. You know the, oh, the, uh, you know the displays that when you when you, right when you walk into a store, sometimes there's a display right there, and it's usually what the store wants you to see most. It's what's right. on sale, whatever. Right. It's usually like kind of like right, at Whole right Foods. in your face. Yeah, they it's the same. Stands. It's kind of like going to a website. If there's a uh, a notification bar at the top, a big announcement, it's right in your face, right when you get there. Right. So this was a kind of high end food store, okay. and they were doing a special on jams. Jam. So for a while, and it was like yeah, a ten percent, ten percent off jams, or something. it wasn't that kind of jam. Yeah. It was like ten percent off any kind of jam. And on this table, they had like a couple dozen different types of jam. Okay. Uh, and so they measured sales. They also, I don't know how they did it, but they somehow measured how much attention that got, like how many people went and actually looked at the table or something like that. Mm -hmm. So, Did you say half a dozen? Uh, no, uh, two dozen. So two, two dozen, dozen different types. Yeah. Two different, okay. two dozen different types of jam. 24. Then after a while, they changed it. They changed that display. They kept everything the same. The deal was the same, mm -hmm. but they just reduced the number of jams to six. Okay. So now we have six. Same deal. Yeah. Same spot, same table, same everything. So the the table, when it had two dozen different types of jam, got more foot traffic. Like it got more interest hmm. from people. Hmm. What do you suppose happened to the number of people who purchased jam when they reduced from two dozen to six. Well, I would bet that more people would buy it. <laughs> the, the, the number of sales went up a thousand percent, 10 X, 10 times more people bought. The only thing that changed was they just took away decisions. Oh. So that sounds to me like your camera bag website story. Yeah. Too yeah. many decisions. You just yeah. walk away. Yeah. It's just too much. It's too much. For me, I've told the story before about the cereal aisle. Haven't I? Yeah, but I don't know. So when I was younger, when I was like college age and backpacking, I went to, to – I was in some small town or – not a town, a very small city in, in Spain somewhere. And I was staying there for a while. So I went to the grocery store, which yes. also very small. Yes. 
and I went to get cereal. And I went there, and there were two types of cereal there. There's the kids cereal and the adult cereal, <laughs> and it was like, wow, that's so refreshing. And I got the adult cereal. You would probably get the children's cereal. <laughs> but compare that to the... going to Whole Foods now. Oh god! You walk into the cereal Any aisle, and there's four store. trillion billion yeah. mega quadruple yeah. billion spend hours, types of cereal. Hours. And Hours. Yeah, and I go look. I just go. It happens every single time I go. I walk to the middle of the cereal. I turn and I look at the cereal, and I just stand there like an idiot, <laughs> like everybody staring else, staring into oncoming headlights. Like yeah. that for me, that's what it what it feels like. But you see this in website when you look at landing pages. Yeah, you know what a landing pages. What I mean by a landing page, I think it would be when you Google something and it leads you to a page. It's a page like you land ad. on. If you click on an ad, if you Google something and you click on one of the ads, it's most likely going to take you to a landing page. Okay. It's not going to be a whole lot of options. It's probably not going to be any navigation. It's just going to be that – it's going to be about that one thing you clicked on. Right. And you have the option to buy it or do it or subscribe or whatever it is. That's the option. There are no other options. That's the landing page. Landing pages convert way higher than website pages. So – what's Wait. What is the difference? So between gonna, the landing, yeah. So so the landing page has no options, correct? Right, except no, navi buy or no not navigation. Buy. Yeah, you buy it or you don't buy it, and then right. sometimes you literally have to back out of the website or close that tab. Yes. yes. Whereas a website yes. is going to have full navigation, it's going to have mm -hmm. lots of different options, etc. So landing pages convert way higher than website hmm. pages. So whenever I'm part of a project where there's a paid search component, so people are running ads on. Google. Okay. Somebody else manages that, but they absolutely will never send traffic to the website. They will have landing pages for everything. And they will ref the guys I work with will refuse to send traffic. They're, they just say, that will not work. This will not be sustainable. You need, custom you need to control that. Now, what about a website? Because a website is a little different because you don't control exactly how people are coming to your website. Right? No. People could come into the homepage. They could come in through some other page. They could you don't even know what they're looking for. Are they looking right. for kids' photos? Are they looking for photos for their birthday party? Or they just want to contact you? You know, right. where are they coming right. from? What are they looking for? Right. You don't really know. So SEO in terms your website and SEO has to kind of walk a fine line between trying to be easy to navigate. Yeah. Yes. But also offer a bunch of different information because, again, you don't know why people are there, where they're coming from, Correct. what they want to see. Correct. So it's got to do both of these. Correct. We don't have the ability that we do when we have a landing page to just offer one thing. Right. Can we make so, landing pages? No, not That's really. That's more for Shopify or – Like if you are running an ad campaign, yes, you would create landing pages. Mm. And then you'd know exactly where somebody is coming from, what they typed in and what they clicked on. You can – then control it. You can you want to have a landing page. But if somebody's just coming to your website, you need to have a few different options there. Right. Yet we want to reduce anxiety. So what does this mean? How do we make it as easy as possible? So number one is going to be your website navigation. Yes. The Keep menu. Keep it simple. Keep it simple. Hey. The tendency is for people to think, okay, somebody's coming to my website. I'm going to give them a whole bunch of different options. Right. The more options you give them, the less likely they are to take any of them. Why is that? It's just human kind of the nature. Way it is. So you want to keep it simple. Okay. Give them the basics. Like for you, this is going to be your you have a page about children, you have a page for events, pets, you have about you and contact 
right. and your blog. Yeah. You don't and need to link into all individual. In fact, even that, you probably don't even necessarily need a link to your blog. You can keep the blog at the bottom. At the top, yeah. you just have children, yeah. pets, events. Yeah. And contact. Okay. So number two is your CTAs, yes. calls to action. We've talked about this several times. Yes. You want to keep your calls to action simple. Yes. And you really only want to have one dominant call to action per page. One. So you have one. What do you want right. that person to do next? Right. That's your button, whatever you want them to do. Now, in your footer, you might also have a subscribe to newsletter, something like that. That's fine. That's not unusual. No. It's not unusual to be loved. Keep your CTAs simple. Yes. The third thing that you might want to think about is just your content in general on the page. Do you have a whole bunch of different options? You want to, if you do, you want to think about reducing them. Now, this is not as common as putting a whole bunch of different options in like your navigation or having too many calls to action. Mm. Usually your content is going to be your content, but it's kind of related to your navigation in that you want to put all the information there that people are going to need. If you know somebody is going to need a piece of information, don't put it on a different page. Right. Put it right on that page. Keep yeah. it simple. Yeah. On your blog posts, you will... Most likely, or hopefully, at the bottom of a blog post, have a couple related posts. Uh -huh. You don't have a hundred of them. You have even right. one or two. If somebody were were reading that particular blog post, you you probably have another one that you think, oh, they might also be interested in this. Mm. Mm. Another area yes. is your social media links. This is a pet peeve of mine. Mm. People putting a whole bunch of social media icons on their yeah. website. Thinking yeah. that that's what you need to do. Yeah. If if you have 13 social media links, it's great. <laughs> Super. That's what you want to do. Nah, that's unlikely. If you're active on one social media platform, link to that one. Right. You don't, you don't need to put eight. Mm. Because I guarantee if you were to track the number of people who – if you have 10 yeah. and you were to track the number of people who click on all 10, 80, 90 percent are probably going to be going to one or maybe two of them. If you even. don't need those others. And also, the reason it's a pet peeve of mine, you don't want people leaving your website to go to your social That's media anyway. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. You want people coming the other direction. Exactly. You want them to come to Papa. So back to your story, which was an excellent story, by the way. That was perfect. Your camera bag website. My camera bag. Oh, yeah. It was it was anxiety-inducing. So what oh, did you do? You you didn't buy one, did you? I didn't buy I have notes of I have, I have measurements. And I was going there to buy a camera bag. You were going there, yeah. You, now. You, you need a camera bag. You need right it now. now. Yes, you need right. a camera bag now. urgently. Yes. And you went there and wasted time and got frustrated and left. I did, many. So don't do that to your videos. Imagine instead of making things difficult with all these decisions, you want to make them calm. Yes. You want to give them the message, relax. Everything you need is right here. I've, I've got you. I got like, you. Don't worry about it. Also, th remember, this is kind of the first experience that your potential client is going to have with you. It'll be right. via your website, but right. show them that you're going to take care of them. Yeah. Don't overwhelm them and make them feel like they might not be reading the right page or they might not have clicked the right link. Take care of them right here. But wait, there's more. Relax. But wait, you don't want any of that. Okay. So that's my advice for today. If you have any SEO jokes, yeah. I feel like we need to cleanse our palate a little yeah. bit. Yeah. And you think they are funny, send them to me and I will read them on the next episode. <laughs> Please, that would be awesome. Until then. Bye. Hey. 
Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we really hope that you find this helpful and useful. And if you do, what you could do for us as a thanks would be to... Drumroll, please. Yes, leave a review. Yes, everybody says it, I know, but it really does make a difference. Take three seconds. Leave as many stars. Say something really nice about what you like about the podcast and maybe why other people would like it. It would mean the world to us, especially my husband. Is that better? All right, I'm going to try one where I'm not going to be charming.